Welcome to another episode of the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Don Show. And you, you hear that music? You hear that? That's that's Tool. That's the new Tool. It's here. It's finally here. We've been waiting 13 glorious... Well, I wouldn't say it's been glorious. It's been an up and down... Uh, the, the hills and valleys going on with the with the wait for the new Tool album, Fear Inoculum. It's finally here. I'm super stoked. I have been waiting for the... How long have I been talking about this new album? What? Since you knew of its conception? So Okay, so what, what did I... <laughs> So I, I th- Since let's, the first announcement? Yeah, I think I've been waiting for this album ever since they put out their last album, honestly. I was going to say, for as long as I've known you, you've been waiting for a new Tool, tool album. But I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm I'm a huge Tool fan. I'm probably the biggest Tool yeah, fan He used Tool to pick me up at the bar. Did I really? Yeah. No, your, I screen, your screen on your phone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You know what this band is? And I was like, yeah, it's Tool. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an Alex Gray... Uh, yeah. Artwork. That's he right. wanted it on his arm for a tattoo. I did. He I still does. Still do someday, maybe. Yeah. Um, but th- th- it's been a, a really exciting weekend. Ever since August 30th rolled around, it was a very exciting time. And I pre-ordered the deluxe album. A lot of people weren't rushed out to get the deluxe album. Nobody really buys CDs anymore. Uh, but you can get the album digitally. You can find it on Spotify, Amazon Music, all that stuff. And that's where most people tend to listen to it these days. Uh, but Tool being a classic art form type of band, they put out uh, a deluxe version of their CD. And I, I went out and I pre-ordered it the day that it became available because that's how big of a fan I am. Uh, I think they had just announced that the that the album was going to be a deluxe CD and that they were going to have all this special, bill, special, bill, bill, special bells and whistles. Let's see if I can do that. And uh, they... They included a three and a half inch or four inch screen, HD screen with a two watt speaker in the packaging. And I actually purchased it from Alex Gray's website. Alex Gray is the uh, is the uh, art artist behind all of Tool's artwork. And he does a lot of really great sacred geometrical art. He does a lot of really great um, and not analytical, but um, anatomic work. Yeah. A lot of really detailed human type of uh, artwork. If you just Google Alex Gray, if you don't know it's who I'm talking ethereal. about. It's very ethereal. It's very cool. And very spiritual type very. of uh, type of work. And so it finally came in. Uh, I, I, I was a sucker and I overnighted it thinking that it would be delivered on the 30th um, of August. And they actually said they're going to be shipping them out on August. And because the release... Happened around Labor Day weekend. On Labor Day weekend, they actually ended up. Uh, the, the The album was sitting in the in the FedEx building until uh, what? Yes, t- t- today really. It was just he sitting actually, there all weekend. He drove. He called FedEx and he drove over there to go get the package, but it, it was, was on out its way. for delivery. So <laughs> one of us had to be home. Yeah. To make sure to get it, so I, was cha- I was chasing the <laughs> he was. Uh, t- chasing the album here. So yeah. I'm gonna do an unboxing here, and I'm gonna do a little video too. So um, no, you're I, gonna do the unboxing. I'm gonna do the video. Yeah, you do the video. I'll do the <laughs> unboxing. Um, and I just want to experience this for the first time on the podcast because this is a this is an exciting moment. 13 years in the making, waiting for the new Tool album, and it's finally here. And it's a special edition because I ordered it from Alex Gray's website. Alex Gray being the artist of Tool. Oh, ooh, nice. And it's uh, it's got all the bubble wrap on it. And Alex Gray actually, um, he actually did uh, the artwork for this album, the last few albums. And uh, he works along with Adam Jones, the guitar player from Tool. And uh, this is exciting. Oh, cool stickers. These are Cosm stickers. They, they do the... Uh, uh, What's his name? Alex Gray. He runs the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors out of New York. And it's kind of like an art display place. Ooh. Pretty cool. Oh. Those oh. are cool stickers. You didn't see that one. That's mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, because I ordered this uh, special deluxe, deluxe, deluxe box set, whatever you want to call it, deluxe CD, off of Alex Gray's website, he actually autographed it for me. Personally, no, we did like special autographs for a select few until they went sold out. I think they sold out in the same day. I was telling people, go get it on Alex Gray's website and it was sold out. So, all right, let's see. 
we got here? Ooh, more bubble wrap. Very thorough. Oh, ooh. There's Alex Gray's uh, signature on the cover there. Ooh, look at that. That's pretty fancy. That's nice. Yeah. And the packaging is pretty solid here. Let me... Ooh, look at the back. Look at that. Cool. Nice spiral-looking uh, look thing on the outside. And I guess there's some significance here to... Oh. Uh, whoa, you, whoa. When you open it up... Whoa, watch. Open it up. It plays music. And a video. Go up. Oh. Okay, I'll come around. Okay. Ooh. You should see the back. That's fancy. So apparently this video goes along with the song Descending on the album, so... I'm gonna have to try that out where I, I start the song and then start the video and see how closely it goes together. But yeah, that's really cool. It's like a 3D screen. I, yeah, it's really hard to. It, I think it is. I don't know. It's hard to see it from it's my just angle. It's super HD, so you, it almost looks like it's three dimensional. It's wild. Sorry. Ooh. It's it's kind of picking up on the phone. It's the eyeballs. Ooh. So this is some so, really unique see. album cover here. Yeah. Pretty fun. So fancy. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that <laughs> later. That's really cool though, and it comes with a little USB uh, cable, so you can charge it up on the bottom there. Nice. Yeah. Now for the fun stuff, the artwork. Ooh, artwork on a podcast. Ooh, do you see? That's fancy. Ooh. Oh, oh, lyrics. Wait, that's really cool. Don't forget the lyrics. It's so pretty. Yeah, there's lyrics. So the album is is fantastic, and the the CD um, only only has uh, I think ten of the tracks out of the twelve that they put Ooh. on there. There's a lot of uh, there's a few different uh, segues and instrumentals that act as transitions between the songs, um, and there's about I think there's seven or eight full tracks that are over 10 minutes long between 10 and 15 minutes long each. And a lot of the reaction is, is mixed. There's a, um, there's not really a good consensus as to uh, whether or not people love it. I think most people that are for it and actually this thing started again, <laughs> I think the people that are love actually it. into the tool album, the new one are kind of being quiet about it. The more people that I hear reviewing it are complaining, and they're not as many complaints, I think, as there are more uh, uh, praise for it, because I don't know how interesting this is for anybody else, but... Um, I'm having fun. But the so artwork the, is, is beautiful. The, you get a classic, but revamped Alex Gray eyeball. Uh, you get quite a few, actually. Um, between each page is there's artwork and you get lyrics and then you get a vellum paper which has a geometric design and then an image and then you start to see these it, vellum papers like this kind of see-through paper um it's got this embossed gold symbol and then it's an each one has is over another band member and they've done these like almost oil po uh, portrait style pictures like there's maynard Maynard. <laughs> the man himself. So very cool. Very detailed. Very heavy duty. Embossed, raised. Gosh, this is it's this got is texture. Deluxe. This is a yeah. well well worth the wait packaging. Thought out. And very well thought out. Beautiful packaging. I can't wait. Their uh show at Aftershock in October is their first on the tour um on this album. So they're gonna be playing a, a whole new set with probably a few songs on here. I'm willing to bet they'll play Fear Inoculum. They'll probably play... Uh, uh, what's the second one? They'll definitely play Descending, and they'll play Invincible, because they've been playing those songs on tour already. Numa might be uh, 
another one they play. That's the one right after Fear Inoculum, the second full track on the album. Anyways, I don't know how enjoyable that was. It was enjoyable for me because I've been waiting for this album for a long time and to be able to just touch it and feel it. I've been streaming it on online for uh, ever since it came out. I think I've listened, I listened to the whole album twice in one day in the initial release and I've just been revisiting it slowly every day. It's one of those things that you can't just pop in and, and listen to on the way home or, or, you know, to and from work because again, every song is so long that it, it's, it's more of an experience. So if you haven't checked out tool fear inoculum, check it out. It's all on streaming services now. And it, I'm sure you have already. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're somewhat of a fan that you would have checked it out. Cool. Well, thank you for allowing me to do that. I've been waiting all day to open my package and I got to play with my package and I touched it and I feeled it and, and the package feels really good. It's strong. Uh, it's, 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 it's very smooth. It's hard, very hard are package. You, are you done with your package yet? And, uh, no, I'm never done with my package. It's a uh, lovely package. I agree with that. All right, so let's get started with the podcast, shall we? That was a good 15 minutes of killing time. I don't know how good that video is going to be, by the way. I don't either, because I was recording it. I'm not good at it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a great video for the, for the social medias. Why don't you just tell the whole world about my failures? It wasn't your failure. It was my <laughs> lack of making it interesting. I'm kidding. Because it, how interesting was it to listen to me open that? Honestly. I don't know. We'll have to listen back and hear how it interesting. I guess how interesting so. It is. So then we need to make up another fifteen minutes, <laughs> just to be sure. Starting now. now. Welcome to another episode of the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Don Show. And if you've stuck through this far uh, through this episode, you'll know that I'm very excited about the new Tool album, Fear Inoculum. And uh, I do have some emails that I want to help people out with. Uh, but first of all, first and foremost, how excited are you about it? Chapter two. Super pee my pants excited. Literally? Pee your pants excited? I don't know. You know me, I might. Yeah, it's true. You might like it. I might. <laughs> I am weird. You are weird. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to be doing the uh, private screening this week. I'm so excited to do it. We're going to be taking 50 listeners with us um, and so a few select friends and security guards with us. Um, yeah, don't start no funny business. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I, I love doing these things. And this is actually the, the only second time we've done it. And somebody wrote in today saying that we should do a private screening of the new Top Gun movie, Maverick. That would be super fun. Wouldn't it be fun? It would be kind of fun. We would have to do it at IMAX, though. We would have to go big. Oh, we, would, we would have to do it at IMAX. Oh, my gosh. How fun would that be? That'd be pretty fun. Now, we got until next year, so we got to get start. We got to start planning on it now. Um, but in the meantime, we'll enjoy It Chapter 2. It's got a two and a half, two hour and 45 minute runtime. Yep. And so expect a very sluggish and sleepy show on Friday. Although I'm sure we'll be running on pure adrenaline because that should, the movie is supposed to be fantastic. It's supposed to be one of the most bloodiest films ever made in Hollywood. Yep. Um, Even more so than The Shining. Bill Hader, who plays the uh, grown-up Richie, mm -hmm. steals the show. That's all we hear is that, that Bill Hader is going to steal the show. Jessica Chastain plays grown-up uh, Beverly, which I'm looking forward to that because I love me a redhead. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, she's she's not bad. She's not top of my list for redheads. For redhead in Hollywood, she's not bad. She's not bad. What's at the top of your list for redheads? Uh, in Hollywood? Yes. Oh man, that would have to be like Christina Hendricks. No, she's all right. She's a terrible actress. I love her. I agree. Terrible she is actress. Kind of kind of a a, a, a ditz, uh, ditzy actress. Uh, you yeah. think? Mm -hmm. Um, she married a nerd though. She got that one thing right. Yeah. Um, I love Isla Fisher. Oh, yeah. Amy Adams. Decent. Amy Adams is a great... Doppelgangers, those two. Amy uh, Adams and Isla Fisher. Isla. I... Isla... Fisher. Fisher. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Um, Julianne Moore. Come yeah. on. Classic. She redhead? Ish. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Seriously? I didn't know she was a redhead. You didn't know Julianne Moore was an actual redhead. Oh, Julianne Moore. I'm sorry. I thought you were... Th honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who were you thinking? Now I'm curious. Julie Andrews. Why? I don't know. I don't know why my mind went to Julie Andrews. Is it because you said I looked like Julie Andrews once? You do kind of have a... You, you guys have similar no, nostrils. Or was that Judy... No, was it Julie Andrews that you said so? You have similar nostrils to Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. That's what I thought. 
Nostrils. Nostrils. Specifically, just my no, nostrils. Your, your nostrils and your mouth. You have. It's like the, it's like, it's like, from like the, it's half, like the, the bottom half of her face. Yeah. Yeah, I have the and, bottom half of Julie Andrews' face. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, and then Nicole Kidman. If you just get a glitch. Oh, yeah. She's not bad. Not, she should no. eat a sandwich, though. She really needs to eat a you sandwich. You know, I, I'm not. I kind of agree. Like, I'd like to see a little bit more. But she's older and she's staying really fit. True. So I got to give props for that. Yeah. But it's like, as far as natural redheads. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of all of them, though. But like. If I were going to rank them, like Julianne Moore yeah. is totally top of my list. And that's like, that's where my bar is set. So when another redhead pops in, it's like, mm. and Bryce Dallas Howard is. Oh, cool. that, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, you know, Molly Ringwald, but no. she's not really active. Classic. Right. So wait, who was the one in, uh, oh, that was, that was Bryce Dallas Howard in the Jurassic World movies. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. Who else? What other other famous redheads? No, I'm just trying to think like who would. I, I remember Big Lebowski. That's Julianne Moore. Had Julianne Moore in it, and she was mostly naked throughout the whole yep. movie. And Beautiful, that was fantastic. She was also in. Uh, what was that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg? When he does the fully. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's on Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. It's Boogie Nights. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah, she was a porn star in Boogie Nights. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah. But who is Roller Girl? Oh God! What's her name? She was in uh, Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Yeah. She was in uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, she looks like a dead lay. You think? Yeah, I think she's a dead lay. Oh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone's another really good one, but I don't think she's totally fully natural. Yeah, she's got more of a dirtyish, ruddy blonde. I would like to have a beer with Emma Stone. I I don't I don't think I I don't think she's like bedding material. Yeah, no. Know? I don't I don't know why you go there. She looks right like away. rigid around the edges. Yeah. Not a very smooth lay. I You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know when you look at somebody and they look a little rough around the edges and you go, "You know what? You're probably not that smooth in bed." Not like you're grooming Habits, but like you, you, you just don't really have the motion of the ocean. You just you look like you might need some training wheels, or you're probably uh, a little uncoordinated in the bedroom. You you know you look at people, you see that, don't you? Yeah, right. I don't think that about Emma Stone. Do you think she's good in bed? I just don't think that about Emma Stone. That's true because you don't really swing. I don't way. know. I so I just don't think about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't look at actors and go, I wonder how they fuck. I do. I think I wonder how they treat people in real life. Well, that too. Because then it makes the fuck better. That's true. If they're good people and then they're both, they're also good fucks. <laughs> I do not care how rich or beautiful you are. If you're not a good person. Then you're, you're not a good fuck. No, no. I, you won't even get, mm -mm, you won't even get considered. Time. No. Yeah. What was like the, what was that meme about the uh, unsolicited dick pic? Which, by the way, oh, unsolicited dick pictures are now illegal, uh, illegal in Texas. In Texas, and you get fined up to five hundred bucks. Yep, uh, for your first offense. I don't know what and happened. It was to your second. spearheaded by a campaign from Bumble, one of the dating just a dating app. Yeah, dating app. Yeah. Did you did I hear it's you right that it's feminist. a feminist dating app? Which, if it is weird, because. I'm sort of on. I was on there for us. Yeah. Um. You know, some people turned up there. Yeah. I had better. I'm actually reconsidering it because I had better luck on there. <laughs> <laughs> we tried another one and it's it's just kind of it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. And like I keep catching women and like I, that my parameters aren't. It's like it doesn't save your parameters. Like it's, it's like, oh, this is what you want. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just one of those those sketchy third party apps that just doesn't really give you what you want but mm -mm. Uh, bumble is pretty well known i we, yeah. we know a lot of people that have dated on there or, yeah. or have met on there and <laughs> for uh, my friends will will turn me up on bumble they're like hey what are you doing on here did you read the <laughs> yeah. bio I, it's it's out there man i paid for it too like it's out there <laughs> i was like to be clear yeah there's a picture of you and me as our profile no, oh wait no maybe it's not no it's just you i think it's just me i'm the secondary picture yeah you know because I do catfish a little in that one. You got to at this in this world. But just it does bit. say that's true very clearly what it is. Anyway, uh, so moving on. yeah, dick <laughs> pictures are legal in Texas, and I wonder how long that's going to take until it gets over here. It'll be interesting to see how they uh, police that as well. Because are all dick pictures 
if they're rooted from like specific profiles or numbers, they have to track you down. And how embarrassing is that for the cops to show up at your house? Pretty easy when somebody sends a dick pic and their phone numbers right above it. Yeah, but if they're using like a different app or something, like they're using, uh, I don't know, a messenger app, like WhatsApp, isn't that another one of those messaging apps? Oh, okay. That's all it takes. Really? Screenshot. Report. Because you're going to get date and time that it was taken. True. Uh, you're going to get the information as far as contact. Profile. You're going to get screen names, profiles, yeah. that kind of information. Yeah. Pretty easy tracking, especially if you are. I'm like, of I don't the know law. how it would be difficult. Right. So. <laughs> Can they retroactively? Uh, uh, they don't. They wouldn't do something retroactively. So okay, it's good. All right. good. <laughs> <laughs> you really looked genuinely upset for a second. I, I, I got there. a lot of dick pics out there. I'm not gonna lie. Why do you have so many dick pics out no, there? Because it's the internet. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you're so sure. So you're so. Men are so sure. Everyone wants to look at their penis, <laughs> and we keep saying no. And now there's laws about it. But isn't that like what the internet's for? We don't want to see oh. your penis. Okay. It goes inside for a reason. Fine. Let me put it away. <laughs> Jeez. I do wonder, though. If so it's, testy. I wonder if how. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Uh, I don't know. Is it going to have one of those backlash effects? Is it going to be something? I don't know. It's a weird law to speculate on. Like, yeah. how are they going to deal with that? I don't know. I don't know. And if it ends up out here, oh my God, so many men are going to be so... If, if it does nothing but scare men straight, ah! No, man. Well, there'd be a lot of happy women who, who won't be getting yeah. unsolicited dick pics. I get them. Still. Yeah, really? just like, just well, just from like the Bumble app, things uh, like that. Okay, well, there that's there. That's a lot of people's first go-to move on apps yeah, is just to send the dick picture mm-hmm. because they're just looking for something quick and they're thinking, oh, this is my end. This is what's going to get me laid. It's not. Right. It's the fastest way to get you to like totally ignored. Take the tip, ladies. And and, and an uns- unsolicited. Or fellas. <laughs> Put the tip away. <laughs> fellas. <laughs> an unsolicited dick pic can come in the form of you're talking to this guy for a couple of weeks days whatever and it's cool and yeah. it seems cool and then it's out understood. of nowhere bam dick pic you haven't even slept with them yeah like what so yeah. the so the rule is at least to have seen it in person in order for the dick pic to be warranted no just just don't, don't do it just either <laughs> unless, ask, unless un- it's unless understood she says show me your dick yeah girls don't do that some girls do yeah that's a good point. You do. You're right. Yeah. Some girls do that. Yeah. Uh, so before uh, we got on that tangent, we were talking about redheads and it's chapter two. Oh, I'm super excited. I know. And we've, we have a whole bunch of fun stuff planned for those that are going. I know that it's really not that interesting to many of you if you didn't win the tickets, but we got some giveaways. We got some prizes. We got some uh, uh, little surprises planned uh, that might scare some. I can't really say what, but you know, gonna. you know, the thing that, that stands up and mm-hmm. is like there and people will see it and they'll go, ah, that, that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. We're going to have to find more Bill Skarsgård. We're going to have to, oh, more Bill Skarsgård oh, as Pennywise. He's so pretty. Even in the whole clown getup? I know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean. Two years in the making. We've been waiting for this chapter two to get here. So it's yeah. it's it's finally here and I, I can't believe it. It's yeah. going to be a good time. Um, what else do we got going on? We got the uh, day with Rad. A Rad day in Napa. Uh, this whole contest is going on next week starting on uh, September. September 9th. We will start giving away passes for you to go on a party bus uh, down to uh, Napa Valley with a bunch of a few other listeners. And you get to hang out with Rob and Christina at the Ron Bauer Winery for some lunch and wine and all you can grub and drink while you're there. And then you'll head over to the uh, PGA Championship over um, at the, the Safeway Open that's taking place that weekend in uh, in Napa. And then after you're done hanging out with Don and Gary during that portion, because it's a day, it's a rad day in Napa, you get to hang out with the Brandons, Mrs. Brandon and myself. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. going to introduce one lucky winner. One of the grand prize winners will get uh, a chance to meet and greet Rob, Rob Thomas. Thomas. Woo! 
So I'm gonna push you way around. Well, I will. Well, I will. That's pretty good. Thank you. So dress nice. Yeah, dress nice. It's a day in Napa. <laughs> it's a day in Napa. So if you win, wear I, I, a sun hat, some slacks, and a nice little sundress. And hydrate because there will be plenty of wine to, yep. to go around. Yep. Um, but y- y- it's going to be a good time. So get in on listening. I know it takes a lot of work, but get in on it. Uh, we're going to start giving away those tickets on Monday, September 9th. And uh, it's going to be a fun-filled day. That's going to be really fun. I'm excited. Yeah, the whole day is uh, it's on Saturday, September 28th is when we're we're doing this. So you'll have a whole week to win next week. And then we'll we'll party down in Napa. A lot of exciting stuff going well, we on. We got the Circles Party coming up, too. Holy crap. The 21st. The 21st will be at the Circles Party. And tickets, I think, are still available. If you go to radradio.com, there's a little, uh, there's a little flipboard there on the home screen. If you just scroll over to the, the Circles banner... It will give you options to uh, buy tickets to that. We we did do a quick, um, like a, a not a quick thing, but a fundraiser, not fundraiser, Kickstarter program. Where if you, uh, <laughs> I was gonna get there at some point. You found it. Uh, that we did the Kickstarter program, and if you uh, uh, if you donated a certain amount of money to the Kickstarter, you got access to this party. Well, now we've opened up a few more tickets. Um, if you would like to go, if you didn't get in on that Kickstarter program. Uh, the beta launch party for Circles uh, will be going on on September 29th, 21st, September 21st at the Hanford Ranch Winery. And there will be special appearances from uh, the Rad Show, live action music, Preston Hanford III's uh, music shenanigans will be taking place there, as well as all the delicious winery wine that the Hanford Ranch Winery has to offer. Now, all the business is done. Now that you got through that. Now I got all the business done. Let's take our pants off and get into some of these letters, huh? I actually have somebody who who wants to know how to start a podcast. What do you think would take for somebody to start a podcast? Why do you want to start a podcast? That's a good question to ask somebody. What do you want to tell your like? How, what do you want to do? You want to tell a story? Do you want to read stories? Do you well, want, like, what's your what's what's the point? Before you have the stories and the point, don't you think you need some equipment and stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, you need you need a microphone, you need a place to, sure. to, to publish the podcast and all that, right? Yeah, that's your department. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to get to I'm all that. I'm the idea department. We're going to get to all of that after we get to the te- get through the technical stuff. All right, here. go for it. All right, so this Take it away, letter is from Chris. <laughs> Chris says, hi, Brandon. I saw your generous offer to answer questions about podcasting. Uh, pause in the letter. There's a rad podcast group available on Facebook. If you just go to Facebook, type in the search bar. Rad Podcast, you'll see a little group pop up there. And if you haven't joined yet, click to join and we'll approve you maybe, right away. Maybe. Maybe if we like your face. Most likely because I like your faces. Uh, and we'll, you'll get to join in. And it's kind of a safe space on, on Facebook. Closed be groups nice. You'll get kicked Facebook. out if you're not. We've had to do it a couple of times. We had to kick off some people. Um, and uh, if you if you join up, you it's kind of a, a safer space than the regular social media where you're able to... Um, ask advice on many different things, especially stuff that we cover on the podcast. So like spirituality, sexuality, uh, whatever you want to talk about, even starting a podcast. And Chris posted something up on that podcast group uh, wanting to know about this very subject. And so here is his question. He says, I understand I need a good microphone. And do you have any suggestions? I did Google how to podcast since this is all new to me. And I have seen so many suggestions I've seen where I can just plug my mic into my iPad and edit through GarageBand uh, to using a USB Behringer mixer to using a laptop and downloading software. All true. I'll, I'll, I'll clear this up for you. I'm not even sure anymore uh, anyone is going to be interested in it. Here comes the part Haley's interested in. So I'm trying not to spend a small fortune. So what's the easiest way uh, to do it but have it still sound good? Thanks for the input. It's going this... This particular podcast is going to be about theme parks, going to theme parks as an adult and how we are treated and how people judge us because we don't have kids. So let me answer, uh, hold on, let me answer the the question first as to how you want to go about recording your your episodes and stuff. Um, Since you mentioned you have an iPad. There are devices you can get like iPad microphones. Uh, If you just could look up iPad microphone, on Amazon, there's plenty of options that come up. Uh, you don't want to spend a ridiculous amount of money because they actually do make really great quality microphones at a, at a, at a good price. 
And if this is just something you're starting out with and you want to try out with, don't spend hundreds of dollars on a microphone. Just get one that you that would be compatible with your iPad. So if you have one of the the older ones and it has the 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 mic input, then you could use that. Or if it's a USB C, like one of the newer ones, or even a, a I think it's a, a, a the, the Fire. What's the Fire cable? Thunder cable? Is that what it's called? Lightning. Thank you. I always confuse that. I don't know why. I don't know why hey, either. Here's let me word association. Okay, lightning. Lightning cable. What's Charge. the charger look like? Lightning. Lightning bolt. Cool. Got it. Stuck in my head now. It um, won't be. He'll do it again. <laughs> and if if you if you find a microphone in your price range, like there's a there's actually a pretty decent one. Now I said don't don't spend a hundred plus bucks on one, but you do get what you pay for. Um, there are some that are are profitable or not profitable, but more affordable. Between I'd say thirty and fifty bucks, you can get a decent microphone and get what you want done. Most of them are like lavalier microphones that plug right into your phone or your iPad. Um, and sometimes you'll need a uh, an adapter in order to get it to plug into your to your iPad and and work out that way. Sure, S H U R E, the microphone company, makes a really really good high end iOS digital stereo condenser microphone, which is very similar. To what I'm using here is it's similar to this Shure mic that I'm using, um, and that's 148 bucks. So you can see where the, the the price ranges can can vary and what you're going for. I would say just try it out first without getting the the high dollar microphone. And once you find the system that works for you, then you could start upgrading your microphone so you can get that beefier sound that you're going for. What about soundproofing and that kind of stuff? Is that really I would say if you don't have like a studio like we are in right now with a bunch of soundproofing walls and stuff, you could do, you could just find a, an area either outside that's quiet, um, outside acoustics are pretty good. But if you have like a lot of tweeting, like from the birds and wind, wind will blow up against your microphone or even driving in a car. We've done some podcasts driving in the car. that fly over. Or airplanes, yeah. Because <laughs> we've done mobile uh, podcasts where we've been outside and airplanes flying over. Doing, it picks up really well on those microphones while you're outside. Um, so maybe not outside. But if you know you're going to be in a place where it's super quiet outside, do it there. Um, or find a spot in your house where you can put up some some stuff. And if you're you don't want a big echoey room where you get all the echoey sounds bouncing off all of the ceilings and everything. Like our my house, our house wouldn't be vaulted ceilings, vaulted ceilings in and hardwood room. floors. And, yeah, and hardwood floors. So it's just it's just an echo chamber. It sounds like yeah. we're in a chapel. Um, imagine yeah. what it sounds like when we're having sex in there. It's fantastic. Um, so you want to, uh, make sure that where, whatever room you go into, you, you have a good deaded sound mm -hmm. by deaded sound. I mean, you don't want to hear a bunch of echo. Um, and then there's a hosting place, uh, a hosting service that you need. You need to publish your, your content somewhere, right? You want to be able to get your, uh, episodes out to the world. It's very similar to, um, which one did you want? The one that we're talking about. Okay. Right uh, so in a similar vein, you know, we, we were deliver our podcasts, our audio files all through a podcasting uh, company and they're all hosted and, and they're, they are delivered to our website and our app. Um, and you can subscribe through various channels because it's all kind of connected um, using an RSS feed. Uh, all this stuff sounds really complicated, but if you go to a place called anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm, they provide a, uh, a free hosting solution for people just like you that want to get started with podcasting and um, you don't have a lot of, uh, you don't have a lot of software. You don't have all the stuff, the bells and whistles. They provide a lot of that stuff in the app. It gives you elements that you can create intro music. The, it actually helps aggregate, which means spread out basically all of your episodes across all platforms. That's like Spotify, that's Apple, uh, uh, Apple podcasts, Google plot podcasts. Um, any one of the pro platforms you can think of anchor will deliver your episodes too. So you sign up, it's free again. And I, I should probably mention that I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not a sponsor for anchor.fm. This is just one of the solutions that I've found that works really well for people who are just getting started in podcasting and want to figure out if it's something for them. And if it's something for you, you can also turn your podcast into a money-making venture. They have, uh, they have a, a way for you to 
monetize your podcast. So if it is popular and you find that your idea about going to, to theme parks as an adult and being chastised as being an adult is the, is the next big thing, then you will see some money return from that because you got to, you know, you can generate those listeners and then you generate those ad dollars and it, it all works itself out, but it's a free service to try out just to get started. I hope that that uh, kind of gets your mind working on how you want to do things technically. But as far as the podcast subject, let's talk about, that. let's talk about it. What do you think? I think it's incredibly niche. Yeah. It's too niche. I think you're on to something. I get it. The whole childless thing. We experience it. I know what you're talking about. Going out in public, being childless. It's like if you, especially like places like get, Disneyland. Yeah. You get different treat, looks. You get different treated. They're treatment. like, why the fuck are you here? Right. And it's like, why do you not want fucking money? Like, why do you care? No, I get it. But I think that you could take that whole what it's like to be childless and go more broad spectrum with it. Like going to the movies, going to restaurants. Going on vacations. Vacations, big time. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh, you know, water parks. Obviously, your theme parks. That's great. The fair. Any kind of concerts. Like. And I think I feel like the the outcome or maybe resolution to every episode will be the same. It's like don't have kids or just ignore the people that are judging you for right. being in, in child friendly zones, Yeah, you know, or don't be creepy and hang out with kids type, type of, you know, resolution. And the, the thing is <laughs> when you don't, when you don't you know don't, who the kids are, that's what I mean. Right. But like when you don't want something in your life and then you've put all the focus into not wanting that thing in your life, that thing finds a way into your fucking life. That's true. Careful. Mm. <laughs> So I just think that there's a way I think that I think it's also going to turn people away because Be it's like, this is what I don't like. Right. It's anti-kid. And we know as kidless the people, I almost said parents because we have animals <laughs> <laughs> as kidless people as well. It's like, uh, even just going to like family events can be a little bit stressful. Mm -hmm. Like my 19 year old cousin straight up asked me like, and they come from a family of like, we're going to have kids. I know I'm having kids. And she's like, what are you guys having kids? I'm like, never. Uh, never like you're, you were already like what? 10 when your parents were my age. Like mm -hmm. it, it just is, it can be weird, but I think that you need to focus on, both the good and the bad. True. Because, um, and you know, in all aspects of it, in going out to eat, in, in travels, in theme parks, in movies and all of that, you know, what's great about being without kids and what sucks about it? Yeah. Like what kind of things are you missing out on from having kids? Right. If and, anything. And yeah. And if anything, and if you have any experiences or, you know, what might be good for this particular type of podcast would be to have, Two opposing views. Right. Discussing it. Right. So like, but not in like a combative way, more of like this, this is where I'm different. This is where you're different. And right. like, so obviously the other person would be a parent. Like, let's say they, yeah, they're like, let's say you bring in a, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Let's say you, <laughs> you bring in a parent, a good friend of yours, whatever, if you have good friends that are parents, you know, yeah. uh, that, that changes things too. Um, and, and ask them something like. An experience you had at a theme park. Like, have you ever experienced this at a theme park? Mm -hmm. Or have you ever experienced this while going out? You know, how much of this is really just kind of in your head? Mm -hmm. I mean, is it possible that... Were you just in a bad mood at the time? Did something happen to you? Yeah, And is that is that... I'm not trying to be condescending. And is that bad enough to start a podcast over and have like multiple episodes? And if focus it's, on if that. It, and it sort of sounds like it's a little bit on the negative side because it says, you know, how we're treated and how people judge us because we don't have kids. It definitely yeah. comes from a negative aspect. That's yeah. how I read it. Um, I feel like we're, we're uh, trying to convince him that his idea is not the best idea. I'm not saying it's not a bad <laughs> idea. You just gotta, you gotta, I, I think it needs to be expanded on and like, come up with activities that 
only adults want to do. And like when you succeed at that activity mm-hmm. without a kid interfering or without people judging you for not having kids or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, share it with everybody. Like, hey, we stayed at this resort. It was adults only and it was fantastic or it still sucked. And for whatever reason or like one of my biggest pet peeves is when we go to the gym and there's a family area mm-hmm. and the like a family like locker it's a family room. locker room. There's the men, the women, and the family locker room, right? If you have kids, you go to the family locker room. Right. It's not if you have two gendered kids right. or, you know, split them up and one goes with dad. It's adults only in the main locker room. And often it's not that. And right. it's a fucking shit show and it pisses me off. And you go up to the front counter and you go, there are kids running a goddamn muck in the look like in. And they don't do anything. They do. Oh, they, okay. they will go tell the parents. Oh, that's good. We pay a lot of money to be there. At so. least they follow through. Yeah. At least they have. I'm just saying that's another example of kind of an everyday thing. Where kids run things for you. Yeah. And how mm-hmm. like other people around you treat you because you don't have kids with you. Like, oh, well, I have my children. Where are yours? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have any. Well, why not? <laughs> well, none of your business. Exactly. That's the other part of it. It's none of your business. <clears throat> so I think you have a lot to think about, Chris. I think you uh, you have the, the basics down for the technical stuff. And I think that you could accomplish a lot of what you want to do uh, technically without spending too much money. It it's could be very, uh, very affordable for you to start a podcast. Now, what we're boiling down to here is that podcasts aren't the easiest thing to do. And this is my 87th episode doing this podcast. And this is just another variation of the radio show that we do. But I got to tell you, it's not the easiest thing to come up with topics to talk about every single week. It just so happens that I have great people like my wife who come on and Michael Luna who came on last week and my trainer that was on a couple weeks ago and tool album releases for me to talk about. You know, there's always something that kind of pops up too, like right at the last minute. That I'll talk about and it it will be just centered around my life or just a a certain uh, inspiration that will just hit me in the, in the moments leading up to the time that I have to record a a new episode of the podcast. And so what you're saying is you live an active life. I do. I have, have I have to though. I have to, (laughs) in order to keep coming up with new content, I have to live my life. Lately. It feels like the content's been just dropping in our lap. Oh, oh, almost. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it's a blessing because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's forced me to really, uh, I guess, uh, propagate, not propagate. What's the word? Compartmentalize. A lot of things. I don't know how you got those two words mixed up. But I said propagate earlier when I was talking oh. about the podcast going <laughs> different places. Yeah. Compartmentalize. I've been struggling with words a lot. Are today. you horny? Maybe. You, is that what your it's on your head? All, all the blood is rushing propagating? down. Propagating? Down to my. I must propagate. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the next letter that's coming up too that kind of got me excited. Oh, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to, to come up with a new thing. And I've I've been listening to other podcasts too, like just to get inspiration, especially from other comedians. I'm I'm no comedian, but I do like to listen to other people who use their humor to uh as their main forum because it, it I can I can work with that loose stream of consciousness thought type of uh type of program. It's how he performs at his best. And I feel like that's that could be uh, said to about a lot of people, some people, I feel like Rob though, he's always got a, he, he always has a schedule or he has always got his notes and he's always got things planned out he's and, just and things to jump always has options. Yeah. Me, I have two options when I walk in here and most of the other stuff, like what we're doing here today is, is off the cuff. Yeah. But I've learned that you've always kind of been a fly by the seat of your pants person. Yeah. Well, that's true. Okay. Hold on. That's not quite the right description because. When something's important to you, uh, you do plan it out and you're, you know, it's not like a last minute fly by the seat of your pants. You perform better under pressure. That's it. That's how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I definitely work, uh, work better when it's. um... You're a doer. I'm a thinker. I'm like, clearly not a thinker because I'm sitting here like not even coming up. With <laughs> to say. I'm like, uh, it's, 
I do things well by <laughs> the seat of my pants. I use words sometimes and they make sentences. Oops, I just shit my pants. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't planned. Uh, no, he, it's it's easier for him to just have a conversation. Yeah. So than try and fake it or force it. Try try various things like that. And, and don't stop with that idea. If you want to do a podcast, just... Write down tons of different ideas. And listen to other podcasts. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's one of the best uh, Chris, things you can do. Chris, uh, Chris D'Elia, his podcast is called Congratulations. It's on Spotify. It's funny. He's a comedian. He's stream conscious. Sometimes he's annoying. But he's also kind of working jokes out on the podcast while he's doing it. Like, he'll come up with something kind of off the top of his head, and he'll sort of work through it like a comedian does until he's happy with it. While everybody else in the room is like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bill so, Burr, Bill Burr does another great podcast. Yeah. We talk about Joe Rogan all the time. He, oh, he's, he's amazing. He's honed in on his craft, but he's also got that gift of gab where he can just have a conversation and it doesn't even, doesn't even seem like he's trying too hard. He's also addicted to knowledge. Like he loves learning new stuff and he's all about like, did you see this? This is cr-. like, he loves, he's high on life in a yeah. lot of ways. I wish I could be more like that. I'm working on it. This is all this is all stuff that you work out too as you become more of a personality when you're when you're talking about doing podcasts and stuff. I think we spent a lot of time on this. I think we can we can move on. How about you? Do you think we've covered everything? I don't, for I don't know. It sort of sounds like you're getting a little deep and uncomfortable and you're starting to tread into areas of growth, vulnerability, personal growth and vulnerability. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know. Can we move on? Yeah. Anybody? I, once I start self-analyzing a little too much, I just get uncomfortable. <laughs> it gives me the shakes. Yeah. He has done some self-growth lately, though, like some personal growth that he's been admitted to. Like he's admitting to. That's true. It's. I've seen it. I don't need to say anything when I see it. I just get all excited. Like, oh. He's so awesome. He's still trying. Not sweating the small stuff. That's the biggest one that I'm doing right now. I stress way too much about the small things and stupidest questions too. Like things, the stupidest. Like awful. I, I'll I'll constantly think that I'm going to get fired for things that are like so. Not like monumentally bad, but things that are just like, oh, it's just like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? You're just going to fix it and move on, right? But I awfulize and I go straight to, I'm fired. This is it. I'm done. That's it. I'm fired. Yeah. It's over. I'm fired. I'm fucking fired. I'm just, I'm just ready. I'm just ready for that axe to finally chop down. And I don't know what, it, what I'm, it'll probably be over something awful, but I'll awfulize about things. And he's so fire. sure yeah. that's how it's going to be. Like the, he's convinced. Talk like, about insecurities and vulnerability. You brought it up. Yeah, but I'm I'm growing, right? I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. Remember? Right, right. Is this gonna get me fired? Just, <laughs> just talking about it. So uh, the next email I got here is a little uh, sexy from anonymous, an anonymous male. That's important. I have a question for Doctor Brandon. Quick backstory. The wife and I have been together almost 10 years. Prior to myself, the male, she had, she was in a long-term relationship with a female. Over our course, we have always joked about bringing another female into the bedroom. Listening to yours and Mrs. Brandon's up and down experience, giggity, over the years has given us good direction and information with the conversation, like rules, limitations, do's and don'ts, etc. I understand my wife's desires and sexual wants and needs, but we are both jealous people. And that has stopped us from going any further beyond the conversation. And we respect each other's decision to hold off. Though we have an amazing sex life, I still feel she's missing something. And now we are possibly willing to experiment and experience this together. We also have a family, three kids. So we also want to be discreet and sexually safe. STDs has also been a big part as to why we've been putting this on the back burner for so long. The biggest problem is we have no idea where to start. Is there any direction you can point us to? Should we go to a bigger city for the experience? Uh, we want to be safe. And so should we focus on the STDs? Are those super important or are they enough to detour? Is a stranger better than acquaintance? Any advice or direction would be amazing help. And we have lots of rad families. So being anonymous would be great. Okay. So where to start? Uh, let's start with acquaintance is better than a friend us friends can get clingy and weird wait so they said a stranger is a stranger better than an acquaintance oh okay so i'm sorry a stranger stranger is better than an acquaintance yeah definitely but but if you want to be discreet that's true 
if you all roll, if you if you happen to have an acquaintance or a friend that rolls in the same circle, mm-hmm. there's there's that potential opens. for leakage. Oh yeah, Giggity. and if your kids know them. Oh yeah, yeah. You and definitely want to stay oh, away from hey. parents. Yeah, of so, kids' friends. So are you hosting? That is another valid point, but I I think that that would go to where they should go. I feel like they if they want to experiment with this just for the fun of it, go to another town. Just go to another town. Yeah, go plan a vacation, not necessarily around this, but go on a vacation with this in mind, because you don't want to go to a place with high expectations and walk away from that experience on vacation bummed out. Right. You still want to enjoy your vacation. Keep it an option. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to approach an experience with a third person in your, in your group or in your couple. Especially if it's the first time you guys are going to do it. Oh yeah. You, you want it to be like just freewheeling a little bit of premeditation is good. Yeah. At least on your part. Cause you have, your unit to protect. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that that should be your priority when you mm-hmm. go into any of these situations is okay. We, and it sounds like you got that. You have, you, you've covered the conversation, your rules, limitations, do's and don'ts. Yes. Those change though. And revisit them before every always. type of experience. Always. Cause you always want to be on the same page. It's, and- it's not just you and you getting your rocks off. You also have your partner and their feelings to consider. Be really, really, really honest with your feelings. If if you say, yeah, you can kiss them, you can fuck them, you can do this, you can do that, you can't get into a relationship with them. Right. Be fine. Okay, fine, whatever. And then if at one minute you go, or you know, or, or in a moment's change, you, you have a feeling that makes you go, I'm not totally comfortable with you kissing this person. Right. Each person's different. You're going to feel different things with different people. Different vibes. Don't. Different ignore, tribes. Don't ignore that for the sake of the rules right. or what's okay. You've got to do what's right for you because this is something you're going to live with for the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. And this you're going to share it. can fuck up your relationship if you're not careful. If you're not willing to live with the realities that come along with it. And if you're jealous people. Oh, and that's something they mentioned in there. That's a big issue. We're both jealous people and that has stopped us from going any further beyond the conversation. Which might be a good idea right now until you're faced with the situation. Just keep having the conversation. Just keep having the conversation. Keep playing with the scenarios. Those so sometimes can be just as exciting as the actual thing. Oftentimes Brandon and I will find ourselves scrolling to maybe find somebody on Grindr. And it just gets to the point where we're like, fuck it, let's just fuck. Yeah. And we don't need another person. It's just you know? kind of the idea, the thought of it that gets us going. I think um, setting intention mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning is good as a good start because are you saying she's missing something physically or intimately, romantically? Like what, what do you, yeah. and you say you feel like she's missing something. Do you have that from her mouth? Or do you feel like you're keeping her from something? Right. Do you feel like, is this maybe a slight, a slight, uh, maybe it's a little bit of an inadequacy feeling like you be, I had this with Brandon. I'm not going to lie. When we first got together, I was like, I'll never be able to give him that. Like, what if one day he wants that more than me? Mm-hmm. Like that, that was a real fear of mine. Like, what if like, and I, at first I was like, yeah, go fuck whatever guy you want. Like do whatever you want. You know, I'm here. Like, and then one day it was like, oh, what if he has feelings for this person? Like, what if that happens, mm-hmm. you know? Which I don't think, I, I, I'm beyond that now. But if that's something that scares you. Then you, it's a valid fear. It's a valid fear. It's going to be there. and Because how you react to that, it means, means everything in the next step. It does. And I think that um, since you guys are already having this conversation, I just say, keep having the conversation. And as far as like where to start, there are plenty of things online that you can try. We mentioned dating sites, you know, Bumble. Bumble actually works pretty well. There's one called Threesomer, but you'd have to really go down to LA for it. There's another app called Field, F-E-E-L-D. If you Google any of these apps, there will be other similar apps that are built for this stuff, that are built for you and your partner to search for people as a couple. You won't find it on twi- uh, Tinder, though. <laughs> yeah, Tinder is more uh, for, like, the serious daters, and they really crack down yeah, on... Yeah, I got kicked off. 
<laughs> they really crack down on on what people are on there for. So it's something to really uh, just to kind of look into for yourself. And if you're just looking for a quick hookup, there are sites called adultfriendfinder.com, yeah. Yeah. which is really good because, first of all, it's, it's kind of like a paid membership. You got to get in there. <coughs> in order to be a member, you have to pay a certain fee. And that weeds out the the riffraff. The, the people right. that would just go to a, a hookup site for free are different than those that will actually go to pay for the service. So it kind of shakes them down and puts those that are more serious in the running. And you can really scale down to what type of thing you're looking for. So if you're just looking for a, a third female in your group, so you can have a, a FFM threesome, then you're good to go on any of those types of sites. Um, I would say when it comes to, if you meet somebody in person, like we've met someone just randomly off the street. Um, not like that, but not, <laughs> <laughs> we were at an event. Yeah. We were at we were a, like an outdoor, a, like event. It was a public event. It yeah. Was, it was, and it just, there's stuff there. It wasn't just picking up a hooker off the side of the street. And Brandon had said to me that morning before we were going out, cause we were going to be sort of split apart at one point and I was going to come join him. He had to get started. It was a thing he was doing and he had to get started before me. Um, I just made contact, eye contact with this guy, but Brandon had said to me that morning, why don't you go find somebody for us? Which mm -hmm. I never do. Like, that's not my role. And there's a reason for that. I don't want the riffraff when you come at it from what we want from a female side. <laughs> the guys think they can just get at me. Mm -hmm. And they'll just, oh, I, they're like, I don't care if there's another guy in the room. Forgetting that he's my husband. Right. <laughs> But I think that when it comes to the physical, like meeting in person, um, maybe have your wife take the lead. Especially in this type of scenario with the, the with finding a third female. Right. Because if she's jealous of you with another woman, mm -hmm. if she's comfortable with her, it's going to go a lot smoother. Rather right. than, And with you, don't. She's choosing to be with you. Remember that. Just like you wake up every day and choose to be with her. She's waking up every day and choosing to be with you. Okay. And, and this reinforces your support for her in her feeling that she's missing something or wants to, is willing to experiment. Yeah. Even though you guys have a great sex life is what you say here. So, <laughs> with, but with, with, you know, that in mind, giving her that control would probably do something for you, the letter writer as well, so that you feel like she's getting what she needed. Mm -hmm. And, and there's, there's something to be said there. Like my wife and I are, are talking about kind of having like a trifecta type of thing where we like actually seek a boyfriend and I, I don't mind her going out on dates separately and, you know, things lead to places. Then, you know, we'll get down that to those types of rules and restrictions <laughs> down the road. That's a whole other beast. If there are any, you know, like if, if I say, well, yeah, if you're going to go out on a date, go ahead and mess around and just tell me about it afterwards and you know, that kind of stuff. And it's something that we're still talking about and we're communicating. And that's where that whole conversation will always lie. It will always start and end with us, whether or not we have a third person. Mm -hmm. It's just. Cause he may say something to me, like go out, have fun, take it all the way. And he may. And in that moment feel that way. But then an hour later, he might feel completely different. You know, so, it's, it's just like in any other situation, take sex out of it, take multiple partners out of it, finding people that you're compatible with on a certain level that alone. is hard to find. Now, if you're just looking for a one night stand, it's a little bit easier because there, especially with girls, there's not as much at at risk or at stake. It's yeah. it's more of just the surface level lust type of stuff. Right. Um, so, I, I I hope that we've given you places to start. There's one more thing I want to mention. Okay. When it comes to communicating, if you're doing it online, do it with all three of you. Yes, group That's... chats. So a lot of stuff to think about, and obviously from two people that seem to be somewhat seasoned in the, in the lifestyle. We still are working things out and it's, it's just We're dry a, rubbed. It's, hey, hey, <laughs> diggity. I like that. We are uh, definitely uh, dry rubbed, marinated. And, Mar uh, marinating. We've been, we've been in it for, for a while. So it's, it's we know some, but it's still a process. And we have friends that have had very long lasting polyamorous, polyamorous relationships. relationships. And it's um, worked out. You know, some of sometimes them have bought a house together. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Just it's like any other relationship. Any relationship. Yeah. But you're not looking for a relationship. It just sounds like you yeah. guys want to fuck another chick. And that's cool. 
Don't so, let her get clingy. Don't let her get clingy. And oh, and uh, STDs. Um, if you're worried about it, wrap it up. Rare condoms. That's it. I mean, uh, the I think what the biggest issue is is penetration because even with mm-hmm. a condom, he can give his wife something if the other chick has it. That's true. So so definitely, if if you if you want to hook up with somebody and make sure they're clean, you know they can say they're clean all they want, but if you're really stringent about it. Ask for proof. And you can and go. And they can do that. Yeah. I mean, you can go as simple as you don't penetrate the new girl. Right. And that's. And keep it safe with your wife. And just have them do their thing. Yeah. And. Maybe uh, maybe tell your wife, hey, why don't you show me what you do to a girl? Ooh. Go from that aspect. That might be easier for her to edge into this. And I'm going to assume as a guy, it's probably a little easier than I would say watching your wife get fucked by another guy. Probably. Probably not into your, that's probably not your style. Not his wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I. But I'm only assuming, I'm only speculating. There's a lot of information that is kind of left out as far as like what I'm speculating Likes on. Likes and wants and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like, and the whole, I just kind of stuck with me that you say, I feel like she's missing out on something. Yeah, it's almost like it's he he's trying to push the idea a little bit. You might be overthinking it. Maybe. Maybe let her approach you about it. Yeah. Maybe don't say much anything. Bring up these ideas and and see where it, see where it lands. Maybe too. don't say anything until one night you're out and you see a girl making googly eyes at your wife. Oh, yeah, and say, "Hey, hey babe, babe, see that? Go get her." She's hitting on you. Yeah. Yeah. It might be the better way to do that. True. Let it happen naturally. Yeah. Okay, I think that covers it. Uh, we got a lot of stuff done here today. I think uh, we can call it a day. Can we go home now? I think we go home. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right, namaste, bitches. The Rad Bar.